0: Hey, hey, hey. It's another episode of From Dude to Dad. I'm Brian Laurel. And I'm
1: Chris Pagula.
0: Today, we are going to talk about talking to your kids about how to deal with conflict. And that could be conflict in your own home with a sibling. It could be with a neighbor kid. It could be with a friend. It could be with a someone they go to school with. We'll get into bullying a little bit as well. But we just, the, Chris, the, the reason that um, I want to talk about this is is, of course, I don't think you can go too long without hearing some messed up story about somebody, some kid that was uh, being bullied and they commit suicide and there was something, this is probably about like three or four months ago, but um the kid was seven and he killed himself. Oh my God. Because he was being bullied at school. So um, it made me think, you know, I look at my own kids and um you know they fight i mean they're five and two that's totally natural but we're at a point now where we are talking to my two-year-old about like how to deal with her you know, emotions and you don't just lunge at your sister's throat and start to choke her. You don't pinch. You don't bite all that. And uh, with my with my first daughter, with Alessandra, we bought these books. And if if your kids are young enough, guys, um, we just went on Amazon and there's these uh, Daniel Tiger books. And it was Daniel Tiger is angry. Daniel Tiger is sad. Daniel tiger is happy and it's like all these different emotion books, but it goes through and it kind of teaches the kids like how to deal with because they don't, they don't know. It's identifying and putting a
1: name to sort of like the feeling in a sense.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, and as hokey as it may seem, and by the way, if you have access to like Amazon prime videos, there's Daniel tiger, uh, there's a series. So, uh, Playing that for the kids is good. It talks, I mean, they're all educational, but some episodes more than others are good. There was one my daughter was watching the other day about going to, you have to go to the hospital to get surgery. Mm. And I kind of walked them through that and made it seem less scary and everything. But today we're talking about feelings. We're talking about emotions. And um, Chris, so with your kids, um, what when they were little, what were their temperaments? Were they pretty easy going? Were they aggressive? Were they the types that would, uh, their feelings would get hurt easily? Were they getting fights at school? All of the like above. What, 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 what um, did you have to deal with?
1: <laughs> all of the above. No, I, I definitely had um, my fair share of, uh, what should I say? Heightened emotions, tantrums, and mm-hmm. uh, conflict. Definitely. Um, in In my parenting experience, it's just, I think one of the things that was challenging was our our ch- children were or two of our children had issues, uh, I should say, with like a kind of coping with their own uh, emotions. You know, so being able to self soothe was a challenge. So it led to. Um, for me as a parent, having to really do the opposite, you know, and kind of like not shut down, but to like really just stay calm, cool and collective and not Mm -hmm. react. And I think I actually touch about that. I I keep going back to the book, but I guess it makes sense um, to talk about my book. But um, going back to sort of like not reacting, you think before you react, you know, and give yourself a breath. Um, Because if you try to match the energy that your child has, you're just going to be going at each other, talking at each other, not to each other, you know, and you're reinforcing Mm -hmm. negative behavior by, you know, speaking just as loud as they are um, behaving to you. It's really hard, though. Because all you want to do is just sort of like be sometimes, you know, when you, when, when, Well, I think
0: everybody feels that way when you feel like you're getting the raw deal. And so it's like, okay, uh, this is how I'm going to either exert my dominance or, um, this is the only way I'm going to be able to be heard. And that was, that's, I mean, we've been through that with my daughters as well. Then they, you know, they scream and they get upset and we're like, you, you, you really don't have to do that. (laughs) You can just say, and, and my five-year-old to her credit she is now when she gets mad, she goes and she sits down at her like our kitchen table, and she'll put her hands on the table, and she makes this little face. I can tell that she's and she's like, "Dad, I'm not happy right now," or "Dad, I'm really frustrated right now." And sometimes it's with me, like she'll ask to do something, and I'll say no, and I'm going about doing whatever I'm doing, and I'm you know cleaning up at the kitchen or whatever, and I'll look, and she's sitting over at the table, and I'm like, "Hey, what what's up?" And she's like, "Dad, I'm really frustrated with you right now." Wow, and it's that's cool. A trip. It's a trip to have that kind of conversation with a uh, with a five year old. My um, two year old is not there yet. No. She uh, she just gets mad and she wants to just you know squeeze. She, her big thing is squeezing. She'll she'll just grab your arm, your leg, your hand, and she just squeezes. Wow. Um, so um, so we're we're trying to work with her for that. So when so Chris with with your kids, did they have any conflicts at school? Like did you have to either? go talk to a principal or a counselor or a teacher oh, yeah. and then did you have to like sit down with them like what are some things without getting too personal of course what are some things you had to deal with well with like it's activities at school well
1: well here's something interesting I, and going back as early as um you know uh, preschool where there was a, a a student that for some reason just was picking out my son and like wanting to pick on him and at one point actually threw a like matchbox car at my son and hit him in above his eye and i think it cut his eye and all and so we you know had to try to you know work on this as the parents the school would suggest um you know like why don't you guys have a playdate so that you could try to teach your children you know communication as adults you know to have them model you know and see if you can get through to them. I I remember we went to like color me mine, you know, the dads, um, we Mm -hmm. took our kids and you know, they just painted or whatever. Um, actually the kid didn't really change. And I was glad when we moved on to a different class, (laughs) you know, so, but you know, from my perspective, yeah, but we were, you know, just trying to, uh, relate to our child in simple terms, um, that it's not okay to hurt, you know, not okay to throw things like that, um, at other children. Um, and I, you know, that was such a long time ago, but it's interesting because that child, my son who was getting picked on was like the mellowest and is the mellowest laid back, you know, kid I know. So it was just really ironic that he was getting picked on, you know, and out of all three of my kids, he's like the most mellow. Mm -hmm. So, but, but, but my uh, oldest had an issue and we had to deal with, you know, when he was in, um, middle school with, with someone who was acting kind of like a bully, and, um, actually he, he kind of dealt with it on himself cause he's kind of like a strong willed individual. So he's got a loud mouth too. So I think he was able to hold himself.
0: So you didn't have to get involved with like the parents or the school. It kind of, no, we didn't have to, to get in, care of itself. No,
1: no. Now, like if my daughter, I remember there was girls, hmm, dude, you've got your hands full. Because girls can be nasty. No, they're the worst. I've, I have
0: I have a sister who uh, dealt with a lot of that herself. Yeah,
1: no, I, I'm I'm shocked. Like my daughter dealt with a lot of girl attitude throughout her elementary school years, and it's unfortunate because girls get into packs and then forget about it. You know, if you're the one that's uh you know left outside of of the group. Um, it could be very painful. So there were, we, I was actually, there was one friend that she had that she was quite close to and the parents, we were all close. And then that relationship between the kids went sour and it was challenging for us to maintain the relationship with mm. the adult parents because they weren't really doing anything to repair the relationship as well. So sometimes you have to let things go and say goodbye, you know, and, mm-hmm. and just sort of relate that to your child too. Like, you know, sometimes friendships, don't work out maybe later on they will but you can't force something you know to happen
0: the i think with this being um, more common unfortunately a lot of schools now know to look for it and they know how to deal with it Um, i'm sure that there's some out there that probably don't i know when i went to school it wasn't a thing it was kind of like you you were kind of on your own survival of the fittest. you yeah and so and i was you know i was picked on a couple times and, and this, this one guy in particular, and he, I just, I had, and this was, this was in fourth grade. And we, I remember we were done with recess. And we we're waiting in line to get back. And, and he was just in my face and pushing me and, you know, and kids at that age, like, Fight, fight, fight. And I just remember being embarrassed because everyone's looking at me. And this guy, this other guy was, you know, he was a little bit taller than me. And I, and he was just, I don't even remember why, but he was, he was pissed and he, he was really, I don't think he was pissed at me as much as he had shit going on, which we'll get into in a minute, because that's typically what the deal is. Oh when yeah. you're being when you're when you when there's bullying going on, whoever's doing the bullying, it's not the kid that's getting bullied. They don't have the problem. The kid that's doing the bullying has the problem. They got shit going on at home, or whatever. But anyway, this kid, we're standing right next to the building. And he punched me. He yeah. like hit me and the got knocked the wind out of me. And I just remember everybody that was crowd around was going, "Oh!" <laughs> and I it took me a minute. And that was the first time I'd had the knock, the wind knocked out of me. And I'm like, "What the fuck's going on? Am I gonna be?" Able-? And I I finally caught. And I stood up. I grabbed his hair over his like on his like his over his forehead. Right. And I slammed his head into the side of the building. What? And yeah. And I wow. was just I'm, I'm like. And then. I, like, I bitch slapped him. <laughs> I didn't punch him. I never punched him. And in hindsight, I wish I would have, but I did take his head, and I slammed it in there, and I just slapped him across the face, and then a teacher came in. And I got in trouble. Um, he eventually got in trouble, but the teacher only saw me do what I did. Right, right. So I got in trouble at first. But um, th- so what, what what we're getting at here is that there are lots of situations that kids – um, are in and they don't have to come to fisticuffs either. It could just be like like Chris was saying, like like girls girls are the freaking worst. They really are. Because that same guy they got into a fight with, we were fine the next week and right. I'm friends with him to this day. That's funny. And so um but girls, um like that shit a lot of time lasts forever. So unfortunately. Um, but you but, know,
1: Brent it's interesting though, you know, just when you you don't want to encourage your child to fight by any means whatsoever. But I also think it's okay for a child to be able to defend themselves, you know? So that can yes. be an interesting conversation to have with your child being like, you know, your body is yours, you need to protect yourself too. If anyone comes at you, you know, your first should be, your first reaction should be to defend, you know, whether it's run away, which you don't want to have your child run away or get another adult involved or, um, you know, seek out an adult or, or some a place of safety, um, but you know, you definitely don't want to be the one to throw the first punch. I think you know, as your child, mm-hmm. but you you definitely got to be able to you know protect yourself. You know, so it's a fine line. So let's
0: let let's go through some some uh little checklist here. So if if we're talking about like uh, siblings, they don't get they you know whatever that that's that's kind of a normal thing. Let's talk about things that are not um what would be defined as bullying. So you know you want to sit down with your kid you want to obviously break up the fight whatever is going on and sit down and let them know that they don't need to raise their voice they don't ever hit or bite or pull or scratch or whatever we you know we go through that and this isn't going to be this isn't going to sink in the first time guys but you sit them down and you talk them through and then you give them that the, the most important thing and Chris touched on this a little bit ago is you you got to give them an like some um some, something that's actionable that they can actually do at that age and whether it's you know sitting down and counting to four before they do anything or say anything or taking a step back or if it's you know something having to do with sharing you know understanding okay if I do this and I share this toy that will de-escalate this and then I won't get hurt. I won't be crying. My sibling won't be crying. Like those are just the things that are a lot easier to do when you're dealing with kids at school. You don't have the opportunity to sit down with the other kid, uh, probably ever. And so, um, that's where you go through, you know, well, what, what is causing this and how can I get my, my kid out of this? So here, here's, here's some things with, and, and Chris, you were talking about, if, you know, for girls, I, this is my belief. I think, I think, Guys, when they're bullying, um, there's a lot of insecurity that's going on there, and and that's true for girls as well. But I think that the bullying is um, is a power play somewhat, but I think it's a kind of a dumbed down version of it. In my experience, um, and things that I've witnessed personally um, with girls, they they work this like it's it's a power play, but they're working it from like a social. IQ, a social standpoint, and they're kind of like working it. It's like, okay, I'm going to band together these people. I'm not going to stand toe to toe like guys do and punch you in the face or humiliate you. I'm going to get all the girls over here and I'm going to tell them something or I'm going to get the girls over here and we're going to leave this other girl out of going to the mall or we're not going to invite her to a birthday party or we're not going to talk to her on reset. It's it's a different type of bullying. It's more um, psychological. It, it all
1: comes else. down, interestingly enough, comes down to the ego, obviously, right? I mean, it's all about mm-hmm. everybody inflating their own ego to feel good, you know? And it's kind of like maybe that's a simple way of, I mean, you can't really explain ego until... Kids are old enough to, you know, at an age to to sort of understand that concept, but um, everyone's just trying to make themselves feel better, you know, and to, to be the top person.
0: So when it comes to bullying, and I think this is a good conversation to have, even like maybe like right before, I mean, if you're listening to this when it's uh, published, your your kids probably, if they're school age, they are probably have just started going back to school. But basically sitting down with your kid, no matter what age they are, and like I said, my, my kid's school, in their handbook, they have a thing about um, bullying, and... And they actually go over it with the child. Like we're supposed to read it to uh, before the first day of school. We talk about how you respect others, all that. And then they have part of their first like day or two is talking to kids about that. But the first thing you want to do is you want to forewarn your child about what bullying is and what the signs are and whether it's going on or not. And being aware of it not only – um, if they are being bullied, but make them aware that it's not okay to be that way to other kids exactly. because that's, um that's a whole other, you know, shit storm that can really impact your kid's life if they're do- the ones that are bullying, but also asking them to keep an eye out for someone else that's being right. bullied right. and let them know to, if it's at school, go get a teacher, go find an adult, Um, you know, standing up for somebody is fine, but it's, it's, it's typically best to tell your kid that they should not respond or react before telling somebody about it because then it's just like two kids fighting or rolling around in the dirt on the playground. You want to make sure that, that they are being calm, cool and collected and that, um, that they're not, um, being misrepresented as the perpetrator. If that's not in fact, um, you know, uh, what, what's going on there. And then now, and you also have, and and I don't even want to go down this rabbit hole, but just there's the whole social media thing and how Uh kids are being bullied online and, and saying things about them. But that's something that you as a parent should be monitoring if your kids are in fact online. But you also want to, um, make it clear to your child what I said a moment ago, this is nothing that they've done wrong. If they're being bullied, they've done nothing wrong. You tell them like, you're a good kid. You're a smart kid you know, even you're a strong kid, whatever, this other kid, they probably have problems. And this is not for your child then to go and and have a retort to them saying, you have problems or your parents probably don't care about you or love. Like, no, it's not that. This is just a way of helping explain that your kid is not not at fault here. And while it may feel like there's kind of this, Mob mentality um, going on or they're being left out and that is heartbreaking as a as a parent I I would imagine when you when your child is the one that's being left out But you got to talk to them and say that you know that not to be afraid and not to be the type of person that just kind of cowers that to stand up for yourself and um, And to try with words more than anything else and then practice appropriate responses you know, if you've had conversations with your child before the bullying starts, you can give them some things that might even get them out of situations before it comes to fisticuffs or whatever. And and you know, and and you know your child better than anybody else, but you can play a little bit of uh, uh, do some role playing at home of like, okay, well, if someone says this to you, what do you what's your response? What do you what do you say? And you you repeat that with them enough times. And again, you don't want to like worry them or freak them out. But you know you'll hear stories about, oh, so and so is picking on these other kids and it may not be your kid that's being picked on, but there's a good chance that maybe they may be next in line to get picked on. So you want to go over um, you know, things that they can say to protect themselves because in that moment, they're going to be insulted, they're going to be humiliated, or maybe even stunned or embarrassed because people are watching them. But if you give them like a couple of little uh, zingers, things that they can say to kind of maybe deflect the situation, um, that may be able to, um, that may be of of use to your your kids. And then finding allies. Um, Encourage your child to kind of you know, befriend people and make deals with friends, you know, I'll stick up for me, if you know, stick up for me, and I'll stick up for you kind of thing, because there's been lots of um, studies that have shown that the kids that get bullied, a lot of times are perceived as being kind of, you know, alone or introverted and, and without a lot of friends. But if a there's and there's been lots of studies done on this. If a person's being bullied and another person, even if just one friend steps in and is like, "Hey, that's my friend. Don't do that," or better yet, two friends come in and say that the bully will then lose interest because they're outnumbered now and someone's standing up to them. They don't want to do that. And then you know, finally, you want to talk to your your school. And you know, the the best way is to educate your kids before. Uh, The school year even starts. And if you're hearing stories of like, oh, I'm, you know, your kid comes home. Oh, I felt so bad for, you know, Susan today because she was getting picked on by that's that. Do not let that go by. That is the teaching moment. That is not the time to be like, oh, that kind of sucks for Susie. Anyway, what else did you do today? No, that's just like, Uh, oh, well, what happened? You know, how, how did it start? How did it end? What did you do? Did you feel, you know, sad? Did you help? Did you not? And, and letting them know how to support their peers and what it is to treat somebody with respect, teaching them what empathy is, you know, and, and um, sticking up for each other. And that if everybody wants to avoid being a target, the best way is by hanging together and, and making sure that they're with, um, with good friends who will do the same for them.
1: I think this applies this, this can apply to adults as well. Right.
0: Yeah. 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 Yeah, No, I I mean, it's a little bit different. I mean, I, 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 I I, you know, fear, but it's, uh, it's definitely, uh, it's, it's good practice too. And again, you know, how, how are you when you're dealing with other people? Are you a hothead yourself? Right. When you are out, you know, are you, do you, are you a road rager? Are you you know constantly saying thing, bad things about people under your breath? Are you you know at the grocery store and you're making snide comments in front of your kids? Well or, and, you know, and teach, like
1: and, and exactly those those behaviors, translate into perhaps you having a child that's doing the bullying you know so that's where you could look back at yourself if you indeed do have the child that is the bullier if that's the word um, or the bully uh, you know it, it's again they live by they example so you know you, you got to make some changes um, you know in, in your own behavior I'd love to know if there's any listeners out there who've actually gone through an experience or could share something how they actually told their child something um, so if anyone out there wants to share we would love for you to do so. And how you do that is just by clicking on that little blue microphone that is on our website from due to dadshow.com So please don't be shy. Let us know when we'll even give you a shout out. So with that, until next time, we hope you guys will check out all our episodes of from due to dad.